Welcome back to Bleacher Brawls. We have another Red Sox episode coming at you. My name is Patrick. I'm here with Derek and Joey and Luke. And we've changed our schedule a little bit this week to adjust to the trade deadline. This episode's coming out a little bit later than usual, but we wanted the dust to settle. Okay, it's been a couple days since the deadline. The dust has settled. The Red Sox have some guys still on the team. We didn't expect to still be there. Some guys on the team now that we didn't expect to be there post-deadline. It's an interesting deadline, and now we have a better idea of the rest of the season, okay? Who are the 2022 Red Sox going to be? And that's what we're going to talk about now. We are going to talk about what are our individual goals for the 2022 Red Sox. It can be anything. The kind of stuff that you guys tweet at us online is the kind of stuff that we're going to be talking about right now. So we've each come up with one thing, one thing we want the Red Sox to accomplish uh, before 2022 is up. Okay, we don't want to go too deep into the postseason. We don't want to say X, Y, and Z trade because, you know, that's that's full offseason stuff. We're trying to talk about this squad. What are we looking for? And uh, Derek, I'm going to start with you. What is your goal for the 2022 Red Sox? I mean, I still think the goal right now is, I mean, obviously we based on the deadline, goal still to make the playoffs, I would say. I mean, that's still the overarching goal. Um, you know, you don't add Tommy Pham and also bring in Eric Hosmer and say, oh, no, we, we don't care about the rest of this year. No, they clearly care a little bit because they didn't trade Martinez or Baldi or any of the other expiring contracts besides Christian Vasquez. So they get a little bit worse in the catching department, but they get better. At first base, a lot better. They add in Tommy Pham. Reese McGuire is a good defensive catcher. Um, so I do think they are going for it. They tried getting a um, they tried getting a reliever. It didn't work out. Uh, but I still think the goal for this team is to make the playoffs. And once you get into the playoffs, all it takes is to get hot, and you never know what can happen. So the opinion that a lot of people had going into this deadline, uh, Luke, did not have this opinion, he'll talk in a minute, was let's do some buying and some selling, right? Let's try and upgrade some, dump some. Um, do you feel like getting rid of guys like Vasquez, but then bringing in guys like Hosmer, like, do you think that that is buying and selling? Derek? For me? Oh. I said, Luke, I didn't know who you were talking to. Um, yeah, it is buying and selling realistically. I mean, I mean, Hosmer, you're getting your, I mean, Red Sox are paying him the league minimum. The Padres are paying pretty much everything besides the league minimum that the Red Sox are paying him. The Red Sox are going to pay Bobby Dahlbeck more than they're paying Eric Hosmer. And Hosmer is an offensive upgrade. He's also a massive defensive upgrade. Um, Tommy Pham has hit very well against lefties this year upgrade in the outfield maybe lose a little bit defense having to put Verdugo on right um, but it looks like it's a trade-off they're willing to have they got rid of Diekman which is a positive and they got a catcher back to replace Vasquez so that's a massive positive um, the sell was trading Vasquez but uh, the two prospects they got back it seemed worth it for you know a two months plus the playoffs rental Joey, do you uh, think that Derek's goal is attainable? Do you think the Red Sox, who are currently a couple of games out of a wild card spot, still have a chance of making the playoffs? I don't think a team that's really trying to compete 
trades their starting catcher, right? With, with who has all the relationships with, with their pitchers. And I also think a contending team needs to buy bullpen help, which we didn't do. I think Derek's goal in this, right? You know, he may say it's to make the playoffs. It's really, this, this is his goal. His goal is to make the playoffs in 2024 and 2025. If we make the playoffs this year, it's a side quest. Him and Heim Bloom are on a side quest. Their main goal is to build up prospects, build a farm up for long-term stability and, you know, long-term growth. And, oh, if we get the playoffs this year, if we win the championship year this year, that's a side quest. You know, that would be nice. So I think if this team was really trying to compete, you would have gotten more bullpen help. You maybe would have gotten a starting pitcher, right? And I think, you know, you guys – I'll get excited about the number 39 or what is it? 29 or 39th prospects in the Astros system, which is a really bad system, but the Astros don't actually sit there and worry about their position ranking because they're winning the AL West. You don't have to worry about how good your farm is when you're winning the AL West. So I think this would have been a much better deadline if we didn't go out and and trade Vasquez. Uh, I still think this team can compete. I just don't think they can go very far. Luke, I'll ask you the same question. Derek, his goal for the Red Sox is still to make the playoffs. Just make the playoffs. <laughs> Not to win any games, just get there. Do you think that that's a possibility? It's a possibility if they catch fire uh, because they're not that far out of it. They're at 500 or they're a game under or a game over or something like that right now. And they're only a few games back of a wild card spot. They could definitely do it. Uh, I, I'm not expecting them to because I don't think they have enough talent on the team right now. And I agree with what Joey said. That's not Heim Bloom's objective. Heim Bloom wants to get this team better for 2023, 2024, 2025, and build with that goal in mind. And yeah, I agree. The playoffs this year is not the objective. It's a what side quest is that from minecraft or something a side quest it's from any video game okay um so it's stop pretending to be that old it's well no i mean i play gta so i guess that's what you call those little missions that are off the main story okay oh that's um, why you're like this you played GTA when you were little it's uh, i played gta when i was after i graduated college um <laughs> it was when you were little joey Yes, when you were little. Um, so, it, yeah, they could, but I don't, I don't, I don't expect them to. And that should be, I think that's where they should be. I don't think it was the right thing to be a buyer and a seller. And I disagree with what Derek said before. They weren't, they didn't buy and sell. They sold. They sold. The players, they got, they got Tommy Pham for a player to be named later. And I don't care what Derek says. I don't care how many decades you go back to pull a player to be named later. That was a good player, Derek, in the major leagues. You know, Trish Trish Speaker was a player to be named later. It's, he was, he was in the. So was Shoeless Joe Jackson. (laughs) Yes. In the first trade ever um, (laughs) in any sport. And I, I just. And so they got, so they gave a player be named later for fam and they gave up absolutely nothing um, for, well, no a player to be named later for Hosmer too. Right. Is that what it ended no, up? Being? Jay, Jay, they gave up Jay groom. They got two prospects back as well as Hosmer. Yeah. So they gave up a prospect that was high at one point, but had fallen from grace and they got two more prospects back. So they didn't give up anything for the players they got. And they're not even paying Hosmer. Uh, they're paying him the rookie 
I mean, the veteran minimum. So they didn't buy at all. They Bloom is smart. So he got a couple decent players for it. They didn't, he didn't get good players, but I mean, he added to the team and he was, he's able to pay lip service to the idea to those so many Boston Red Sox fans who are like, this is unacceptable. I'm not going to be part of a rebuild because I grew up following the Red Sox and I'm too good for this. So he can say, Hey, we got a couple players, but he did it smart. And he's like, he's not going to give anything up. I wish he gave up Martinez and I wish he gave up Avaldi just got whatever he could get for him. Cause this year doesn't matter to me because they do not have the talent to win the world series this year, man. Screw the fans for wanting to win Luke. I mean, <laughs> what about, I want to win. Those I want to win every fans year. Fans wanting the team to compete. Hold on, Derek. I want to win every single year. I'm so sick of, it'd be one thing, you know, you asked me before 2004, like, hell yeah, do whatever, like give up five members of my family to win a world series. I don't care. But now that I've seen four championships, it's like, all right, I'm past the, I'm over the go all in for a championship and then suck for three years and have the organization in chaos. And then maybe build up for one more run where you go all in trade off the farm again. Like it's stupid. It's smart. I want to do it the way the Dodgers did it. And the Astros did it. And Joey, you said that the Astros have a crap system or whatever. Where do you think all the most of their great players they have now came from? Altuve, Correa, Bregman. Um, you know, those are just off the top of my head. But that's Valdez, how they got to Luis this level. Garcia. So, so what I had to ask you is, how many World Series do the Astros and the Dodgers have this century? And then how many World Series do the Red Sox have? Clearly, the Red Sox formula is about an average of one every five years. And, you know, in 2008, we could have done it. We could have been competitive, right? In 2019, we could have been competitive. So I, I don't see it like that. I don't see it as, oh, you just, you just, you know, you go crazy one year and then you, you win. I mean, it's not like, it's not, um, it's not dead set like that. You, you, you put the chips in when you have a team that's capable of being successful. And I think it's wrong to characterize the team as being like, oh, they're just like, they're throwing it all in one year and then they hit. First of all, I'd be pretty happy if the Red Sox threw it all in every couple of years and won a World Series. That, that, that would be fine with me. And I understand that you're drunk on success and we've had so much success that, uh, and you say, we, you know, you say that the younger fans don't appreciate all the times we spent losing, but it sounds like to me that you don't appreciate those times because you're not willing to go through some losing to come get a championship every five years. That's not enough for you, Luke. Okay. okay no, hold on, I'm going to pause no, this there. On. No, I'm going to pause this there. I'm going to zoom out a little bit because the, the conversation is not are the Red Sox going to win the world series, because I think few of us think that I think Derek's goal was just to make the playoffs. I mean, get destroyed by Houston in the first round, but at least get there. Okay. Play can, some can, can extra baseball my, can games. I, can I explain the goal? The yes, overarching organization goal. Yes. is to be consistently good. And you need to build up to that. It takes a couple of years. But because they didn't go off and sell the entire team, for 2022, the big goal this year is you want to make the playoffs with this team. If you don't, you don't. But if you do, amazing, and you see what happens once you get there. I mean, the it's, same thing happened last year. It seemed like we had this wild success last year because we came two wins from the World Series. But we made the playoffs during game 162. You know, it was close, okay? Um, it was not that we had, you know, we, we, we were a surefire hit or anything. But we're going to move one on. One run. One run. There exactly. was one run away from going. It was a home run that Devers hit in the ninth inning or the eighth inning. 
inning, I think. Yeah. And Soto was up for I'll the last Joey. out. <laughs> I was at that game. I was there. I saw Pavetta close it out. It was awesome. Anyway, we're moving on. Joey, I'm going to you. Your goal for the 2022 Red Sox is what? My goal for the team is to not embarrass themselves. So I'd like I'd like a 500 team. I'd like a team they can stay above water and say, hey, you know, we've, we've regressed a little from last year, which, you know, I think a lot of people don't like to recognize. We've regressed a little from last year, but we're, we're still in the game. We're ready to come back and fight next year. And I think another goal is not to burn out all of the prospects that we brought up. I was talking about Derek with this on the YouTube show last week. You know, we've put Bayo in there. We put Winkowski in there and a lot of other new players, and they've gone in and got hammered. And I think it's really dangerous to shake their confidence like that. So hopefully I think by the end of this year, we can build their confidence back up and make it so that they can go into next year and perform. Uh, Luke, I'll go to you first because you were making faces. Go. <laughs> oh, I wasn't. I, I don't think I wasn't making faces. You were doing it involuntary because I was that's just how he looks. That's just how he looks. <laughs> yes, that's my normal look. Um, I don't know, not embarrass themselves. That's a good, I guess that's a good goal. It just, I'm not. It's a big step down from make the playoffs. It's like 10 wins on the season below making the playoffs. Yeah, it's, I I don't, I disagree with the, oh, we got to watch out for these pitchers' confidence. I've never agreed with that. Back in, you know, back in the, the, the Theo Epstein days, he would take forever before he'd let a pitcher uh get their shot at the i felt like you know john lester was in the minor leagues forever um but when he came up he struggled he he couldn't find his command when he first started like that's just the way it works you know and i think cutter crawford is way ahead of the game i think josh winkowski is pretty much ahead of the game and bayo is even i wouldn't say he got knocked around at all but he definitely he definitely didn't get a um you know, he definitely didn't handle any of the lineups he faced. I, I, I just think that's how what it is adjusting to that's the biggest hop there is in professional baseball from AAA to the majors. And I think they've all been handling it pretty well. And I expect them to keep progressing next year. I think, you know, they're not going to embarrass themselves, but I, they're not going to, I don't we've, think they're going to. We've done a lot of embarrassing ourselves so far, like in the past <laughs> month. It's been very embarrassing. Right, but after this trade deadline, it's just I think the the words out like these guys aren't all in on this year. You know, as much as they want to kid themselves, as much as Han Bloom wants to say no, we're trying. Of course, they're trying to make the postseason. They're trying to make the postseason without sacrificing anything in the future, which is the main goal. So, it's um, you know, I, I mean, I I don't think they're gonna. I think they're gonna carry themselves. This team, you know, with the additions they made is going to flow a little better. They're not going to have Dahlbeck and Cordero and Jackie Bradley Jr. in the same lineup anymore, I don't think. They're a little more versatile, uh, a little less reliant on guys that haven't proven a damn thing in the major leagues. Um, you know, it's just more – It's there's more mediocrity across the team, but less suckery uh, throughout the team. So I think that that helps. Uh, so I'm not worried about them embarrassing themselves at all. Um, but I think that's, that's kind of in line with what I want to see from them, you know, have a good showing, but don't expect too much. Can I, can I add real quickly though? Um, you said less suckery in the lineup, in the lineup 
but also too defensively. You get a guy like Hosmer who's four goal gloves. You get add Bam. Now you don't have to play Franchi in the outfield. Maybe even when they start to get more healthy, maybe Duran doesn't have to play the outfield. Maybe they send him back to AAA if he's struggling offensively. You don't. Cordero's already back in AAA. Um, Dahlbeck's not playing every day anymore. So your defensive blunders should start to go away significantly without those guys there who are making most of the blunders. So that should also help them as well, not make not making as many defensive mistakes. Derek, uh, Joey's goal is a lot different than yours. It's, like I said, it's about 10 games less. It's 500. So your goal is to make the playoffs. Does that mean that you think that 500 is, like, you know, totally possible? It's a surefire hit? Or, you know, what is your response to this? Like, okay, I still think anything can happen with this team. It's And also, too, we, we really haven't seen, you know, how they're fully going to gel as a team. Um, it's too early for that. Way too early for that. Got to give them a cut like two, three weeks to see how they're really gelling as a team. And it seems like the spirits are up. Now, well, could that change? Maybe. Um, but it, what it seems like is that the spirits are up because guys knows they're not getting traded so they can kind of resettle back down. And they know they don't have anything to lose. There's no pre- big pressure on them. There's nothing to lose. The big goal is to make the playoffs. Then I'd say the next goal below that is improvement. Just make improvements, constant improvements, less defensive blunders, less mistakes, you know, have a lengthened lineup lineup that doesn't have automatic outs for the last five hitters of the lineup. Uh, And then obviously like, and I, I think that's kind of where your two goals are. The big goals make the playoffs. If you miss it, your kind of smaller goal is, improvement improvement in as many facets as possible Derek you think spirits are up I think yeah. fed spirits were up the the reporters were saying all the spirit everybody's Alex Cora was elated I one of the beat guys said elated Alex Cora yeah. looked elated I I think they're elated at not being traded I'd say to say spirits are up is a bit of a dangerous thing to say when you just traded Vasquez who like four guys, like Devers, Xander, I think JD and Barnes all went to his hotel room and hung out with him all night instead of you know going to their own hotel and and going to sleep. Uh, people, that so? you're saying that the organization has said that they've given up and they've and basically they're saying we're not gunning for the playoffs. So I, I don't really think that this team is in high spirits right now because this team just passed through the trade deadline and said we're not put we're, we don't really believe in winning this much this year i i, I wouldn't say spirits are up I, I would say people are uh resigned to the fact that they will finish the season on the team and they don't have to move but i don't think this team is confident in their ability to win right now i, I don't think, I think they are well. i think they are yeah, I, I do too i think that this team still believes in themselves now we'll see like that can obviously change in the coming weeks, obviously. Um, but like right now, they're getting some fresh blood into the into the clubhouse. You know, you add Reese McGuire to add him into the clubhouse. You're bringing in Tommy Pham, who's an experienced guy and a guy who Bloom praises for it, him being a clubhouse guy. You bring in Eric Hosmer, veteran leadership, another big clubhouse guy. They're, so it can help kind of create some positive energy around the clubhouse. And this team, even before the deadline, when they were playing horrifically we're like we still believe in ourselves now the fact that they've added on yes you take away bassets yes but you've added some new faces 
Maybe they got a little worse in the sense of they don't have as good of a hitting catcher, but they've added some pieces. Defense, especially at first base, has gotten better. They add guys on fan. Like I said, so maybe a couple aspects got worse, but they've gotten better in other areas as well. Um, and it's get, I think it has given the team a, some new life in them and some added energy to try and make something happen this year. I, um, okay, I've done a lot of thinking while you guys were talking over the past two goals. And I think I'm going to side with Derek on making the playoffs. That's, that's a reasonable, attainable goal. Um, this is a team that is hovering around 500 right now. That's after playing a lot of really shitty baseball. But I would say, aside from Vasquez, who I will miss very deeply, and Luke tried to pretend that Red Sox fans only started caring about Vasquez last year, but I don't think that that's true. Um, no, no, I said this year. This, oh, year. this year, this year. Okay, okay. Um, I don't know what the hell you're talking about. But aside from Vasquez, um, I think everywhere else is an upgrade. Okay. Got JBJ on the bench now doing his defensive replacement thing, which is really all he should be doing, right? Um, Hosmer is an obvious upgrade who we literally got for free. Um, I feel all right having Whitlock back. I like having Evaldi back. You know, obviously we're still missing Kike. We're still missing Story. Like there are some missing pieces, but I don't think that like the three games that they're out right now is crazy. Um Granted, all of those teams made moves and all of those teams feel similarly. Um, but we played really shitty for a long, it was like really shitty, really great, really shitty again. And I feel like, um, uh, you know, perhaps we're on the upswing. I think it's very possible to at least sneak in there. You know, I, I'm not so sure about being competitive in those playoffs. Like I said, we might just get our ass handed to us by Houston or whatever. But um, I just, I do feel like, I feel like that is a reasonable goal. And I feel like 500 is like totally, totally a possibility. Do you really, do you really think they played really shitty, really good. And then really shitty again though. Or do you think they played really shitty, then really good. And then they just got slammed with injuries to their pitchers played really shitty in Tampa uh, with all those injuries. And then everybody came back and then all of a sudden it's just, just the injuries just blew up. And then right when they were getting better, the injuries just blew up again. Yes, but that forced them to play shitty. So, I mean, regardless right. of what, whatever it was, maybe it wasn't, you know, like uh, their ability. Maybe it was just their spirits or whatever. But uh, Right, yeah, that's all I mean, The past month has been horrific. Um, and I don't think that that's going to continue. <laughs> you know, I don't think there's a reasonable thing that that's going to continue. I'm surprised that JD's still on this team. I'm surprised that Nate is still on this team. But, uh, you know, I feel like maybe that means that they, you know, they feel like those guys can be useful past um, the past two months, the next two months, rather. Maybe that's just they want to offer them the qualifying offer and they want a draft pick. That's fine, too, I guess. But um, they're still here. And I, you know, maybe for a reason. Um, Luke, I'll go to you next. Uh, your goal for the 2022 Red Sox. Um, my goal is uh, third place in the American league East. Now you make third, you get third place in the American league East. You're most, there's a good chance you're going to be in the playoffs, but that's not, you know, that's not definite. Uh, but I think that's a good goal. I think that's a lofty goal in this division. Uh, and I think with the injuries that they are really still dealing with, because a lot of them are, you know, walk is still out. Hill still out. And you know, a, there's people with back injuries and hip injuries and stuff that doesn't go away. Don't usually go away 
immediately. So I think uh, they, they still got a lot of attrition as far as injuries go. And so finishing ahead of the Rays, I think is a, a lofty goal that would be very impressive for this team as it's constructed. And uh, the to Orioles. Me. You also have to finish ahead of the Orioles to be at the Or Yeah, that's true. I should I can't, yeah, I'm so used to just disregarding the Orioles, but you know, they're selling too. So <laughs> I mean <laughs> yeah. they they sold. I know uh, too. Their fans must be absolutely like shocked that they've just no, their fans sold. are absolutely the same way they always are because this is the way it always <laughs> they're, they're sedated <laughs> like oh Doug oh we traded our closer huh, what's for dinner tonight <laughs> I mean, the, the one season they've been that they're in a playoff spot almost yeah yeah but i i don't think making the playoffs is part of baltimore's plan that's yeah, they're just not gonna ban the plan they didn't give a shit they don't care they're and they, they do they do have a really good bullpen too so they have guys who can step up but i don't think that means you burn off your they're, best one you should never you should never let getting the playoffs interfere with your long-term plans. You should never let that <laughs> No, I think that the Orioles, they're still waiting on a couple guys to be ready for the big leagues. Grayson Rodriguez would have been up this year had he not been injured. They have Gunnar Henderson, who, like Grayson Rodriguez, is a top five prospect in all of baseball. Um, you know, he'll be Derek, ready I next know you year. love the Orioles model. Mm-hmm. I know. I know you like the Orioles model of losing. No, I'm saying, I'm saying this is, they have the same guy who built the Astros kind, I don't, not dynasty, because they have won enough championships to be a dynasty, but they have the same guy who's built the, built the Astros up from almost the ashes to World Series champions, and how they do it, they did it by being patient, and that's what the same approach Baltimore is going to take, they're going to be patient, and it should pay off some. Same approach the Dodgers took, and the Red Sox are going to take. And I will add, though. The two teams ahead of the Red Sox before they hit the the three wildcard teams, Baltimore kind of sold. They got rid of Mancini and they flipped Jorge Lopez. Cleveland literally did nothing at the deadline. Cleveland hasn't done anything at all in the last like year roster-wise. They signed one free agent in the offseason and they haven't made they did no trades at the deadline. They haven't done anything. Um, which that doesn't not writing them off but you know the Red Sox at least they did something and it looks like you know if they get hot you know there's two teams that you could pass and now you're closing in on the Rays um Mariners and Blue Jays whatever order they're in whenever you get so so as I was saying um third place is a good spot to shoot for because I don't think they have the talent to well clearly they can't catch the Yankees uh, but I don't think they have the talent to catch the Blue Jays either. They they spent the Blue Jays scuffled for almost the whole first half, and now I feel like they're kind of finally playing uh, to their capabilities. But what they need to do this year is learn how to play together, learn how to complement each other. Those are the goals. Preparing for next year, prepare, learning how to play as a team together, and play uh, for how see how they're going to play for the future see who the new leadership uh core is going to be because martinez is going to be gone avaldi is going to be gone vasquez is gone uh who's the new leadership core going to be uh i'm guessing it's going to be bogarts if you know knock on wood they resign him and devers god they better resign him and pavetta i think um i think john schreiber is has got that kind is got that kind of cal- character trevor story maybe Osmer. Maybe I thank you, Derek. The next person I was going to name, 
and and um maybe maybe fam could be that kind of guy i don't know what they're going to activate his option but he's got that kind of character so because they got a whole bunch of fresh faces coming in that are going to need that guidance like casas and this guy emmanuel valdez who was one of the guys they got for vasquez for vasquez that i am amped about and bayo and maybe brian mata and winkowski and crawford who are still who are rookies right now and are going into their second season and they're going to need to have people to look up to uh so they need to develop a new leadership core and especially jaron duran who can't shut his friggin' mouth that guy like he's gonna talk he's gonna he's gonna be indignant after he gives up a an inside the park grand slam because he lost the ball in the lights and then doesn't run after it and then he drives in three runs uh for a win against a good team and he's gonna be the person saying yeah doubt us i dare you doubt us but don't cheer for us after you doubt us like you are not the dude to be making that statement look at anybody in the locker room who's been there for more than six months to say that that's not your role so yeah third place is a good goal do as well as possible in 22 prepare the team for what we're going to see in 2023 see who can take those leaderships see where everybody slots in you know it, it kind of reminds me of when i uh, some guy i know in uh, on may 1st said everyone had to get off the bandwagon now or, or get on the bandwagon. Get on the or, bandwagon. Yeah, or, or or you're not allowed to root for this team. I don't know. It kind of reminds you of that. But I, I I'm not a rookie. I'm saying. not a rookie though. I'm not a rookie though. <laughs> you're a rookie podcast. <laughs> <Your> podcast <laughs> is later. Angel veteran. Uh, no, yes, I'm a 35 year veteran. <laughs> when you say learning how to play together, together, I understand that, but. Learning how to play together and then adding the caveat that, by the way, you're going to be losing all your veteran leadership. You know, I don't know how well those things go together. You know, oh, this team needs to finish this year so they can learn and they can gel. Well, you know, they're going to gel and then JD's gone, Xander's gone, Evaldi's gone, Vasquez is already gone. Right, and you got to see that doesn't scream, oh, we're going to gel this team up so they can go in fighting next year. You know what I mean? Oh, of course it does, though. You see you see who of the people who aren't going away, they all know who they are, who aren't going to be there next year. You see who's staying that is going to step up into that role. And really quick, the Vasquez thing, if this trade happened last year, there is no uproar about Christian Vasquez being like, oh, Vasquez's gone. I can't. How could they do this? How could they treat this guy like this? It's Vasquez. It's like he's having his second best offensive year ever. So that's why people are upset. And there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but it's like, let's not pretend like this guy was a bedrock of the team for so long. He was the catcher. He's our best first baseman. Huh? He's the best first baseman. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. Hosmer. But it's like, does anybody remember last year when he was hitting like 240 and he could not reach second base on the fly? It was also like a month last year where he hit in the fifth hole and he was DHing on the nights he wasn't catching because he was so hot. Yeah, and actually, to bring up Vasquez from last year, I was actually at a game. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. He hit the game winning home run. In the uh, in the ALDS of the playoffs, so no, I think Vasquez cemented himself as a big part of this team a while ago. Yes, I mean, when he hit, in 2019, when he hit like Aaron Aaron Boone hit a walk off home run in a playoff game once too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I wasn't uh, I might have been a day old or something. I don't I don't remember. Right. Oh, I remember it well. Uh, uh, here, here here's the thing. 
And, De- and this- one thing, Derek has actually some leadership guys in, in high A in, in Greenville that he wants to bring up. They have, they have big leadership abilities. No, 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 no. In the Dominican Summer League. Get it right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I do want to talk about the guy. Let's take off back for Vasquez real quick. Because uh, Emmanuel Valdez, uh, between double A AA and triple A this year, is hit 327 with a 410 on base and a 606 slugging. Very bat first guy. Um, doesn't really have a defensive hold when he's played first, second, third, left, and right in the minors. Um, but he's just absolutely breaks. And, you know, he's already in AAA. Could he be featuring the big league team next year? Doesn't really have a defensive home. But if JD's gone, is the DH spot open maybe? Um, or do they find a defensive home for him? Um, there's always that option. He'll and be then- on the team. He'll be on the team next year. He's You don't have numbers like that for a whole year in AAA. And well, not between double A and triple A, but yeah, I know what you mean though. Um, and then William Abreu, he's saying two forty nine in double A, which is not crazy, but he's got three ninety nine on base. A guy who draws a lot of walks, can read the strike zone pretty well. Um, and the Red Sox, a lot of prospects don't have that, and he had, does add twenty three stolen bases along with fifteen homers, twenty four doubles. Um, so oh, he's so- having a solid year as well. So it sounds like someone listened to my single this morning. So you listen to my singles, but you don't read my columns. That's interesting. Oh, no, I definitely, I did not listen to it. I didn't right, listen to right. it. We're moving oh, you did. on. You're lying. You're We're lying. turning on each other. We're moving on. If it makes you feel better, Luke, I don't listen to them or read them. <laughs> I know that. All right, all right. I'm going to go last. Hey, guys, remember me? Um, I'm going to go. Luke kind of stole mine because he kind of had two. Luke kind of had two, which was finish in third place and define roles, have guys step up. And mine was, let's start to define some roles, okay? I don't know um, how much of that is going to happen in game for the next two months, but I would like some long-term questions to be answered. Uh, Is Willock gonna get some more starts? Um, If we, you know, don't feel the need to make the playoffs, can we stop pretending like, you know, Hauk is going to be the closer forever? And can we talk about Hauk making some starts? Um, can we, uh, uh, you know, but we officially know that Bobby's the bench guy now because with Cassis coming up, you know, he's never going to be the starting first baseman again. What's his deal? Franchi, we're figuring out, is a triple-A guy. Um Who's the catcher that's going to step up? It's not Ploiecki. It's not Reese McGuire. Like, I just want to start figuring out um, who's who of next season. Um, what is next season going to look like? What does the roster look like? Um, who's going to be in what role? Who's going to um, pick up where? Uh, what is that lineup going to start looking like? You know, are we really going to bet Trevor Story six for the next five years? I don't know how I feel about that. Um, I just feel like... Um, Now's the time. Now's the time to um, the guys that we do have and the guys that are going to be around for a while. If that's Hosmer, if that's Tommy Pham, whatever. Reese McGuire has three years left. Let's figure out what we want those guys to be, what we want all of our guys to be, and um, define some roles, figure out who's going to step up. And, um, yeah, who's who's on the bench? Things like that. You know, one thing I forgot about because I haven't – you know, this guy hasn't existed all year, but I'd actually like to see Paxton – show up and like see what he can do great example I, I, yeah i'd really example. like to, i'd really like to see paxton make some starts this year before we go into next year you know just to see what we have with him you know what i mean he's a free right. agent after this year anyway though so no ca- caveat caveat two year t- two year a team option for 20 million 
If that gets declined, he has a player option for one year, six million. So I think somehow, some way, he's going to end up on the team next year, uh, okay. whether it's the team option or the player option. I would Chris just... Sale's another example. You know, is Sale ever going to be a legitimate starter again? Is he ever going to be a two again, or is Chris Sale a five? You know, like these are things that like I would like to spend this year figuring out. Or is he a bullpen closer? Maybe he'll do the John Smoltz. Or that too. That's it. Um, I do want to add John Schreiber. Is Schreiber legit? I know Schreiber's Luke's guy. You know, is he the closer going for? You know, just these kinds of things. I feel like we're not stuck in any of the decisions, so let's not be stuck in them. Let's figure out, um, you know, what's actually going to happen. Well, I do want to add a goal that's actually deeper than roles. Find a team identity. This team doesn't hasn't had an identity. There, if, if the closest thing they've had to an identity is being streaky, get an identity for the second half of the season. Whether that means everyone's got chips on their shoulders and they're the team that's everyone doubts and they go and make a run, or they find some sort of find an identity. They need to do that. They haven't had one all year. They need one. I thought their identity was the team that beats you with starting pitching and you know, just, just enough offense to get by. I thought they were establishing that. And then the injury just kind of screwed that all up. That's how I was thinking of them as, and they shouldn't, they should have been a team with good starting pitching and really good offense, but just JD and Bogarts have just not shown up for so much of the year. Um, I, I don't know what I mean. Uh, Pavetta, that was another example I wanted to bring up. Um, you know, I, I said Pavetta was going to win the Cy Young. Oh, That's really not going to happen. Is he going to be the ace? Okay. Is Boldy going to leave and Pavez going to be the ace? Or is he our number two forever? Maybe our number three forever. Um, you know, uh, I, I I feel similarly that like, okay, we're going to be 500. I feel confident in that. Maybe at least make the playoffs. Yes. But if, if there are no lessons learned along the way, then um, that doesn't mean much to me. I think a goal should always be something that you're aiming for. It's not necessarily something that you're always going to be super like confident. I I'm not a hundred percent confident that the Red Sox are making the playoffs this year, but I'm a hundred percent confident in saying they should aim for the goal of making the playoffs. And I think I think that's where they're at. They should aim for that goal. If they don't reach it, they don't reach it. But they at the very least should be aiming. For that. So Pat's a teacher. He should be uh, familiar with this quote because I'm sure he uses it to inspire his students all of the time. What is it? Uh. Aim, aim for the moon or aim, aim for the sun and you'll land among the stars. <laughs> I don't, I don't do a lot of inspiring. That's, that's great. Pat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're going to wrap it up there. We're, uh, I'm going to ask two quick rapid fire questions before we wrap it up. Rapid fire question. Number one, in one word, summarize the rest of the 2022 season for the Boston Red Sox. One word, that's it. Derek, I know you want to say like seven. One. No! Okay, Joey, starting with you. That was word. his turn. Derek went. <laughs> Joey, go. Dilapidated. Okay. Luke. Eh. Okay. Derek. Fun. Fun. Okay, I like it. All right, now rapid fire question. The Red Sox do not make the playoffs. You have to commit to it now. In August, it'd be early August, who's your playoff team? Derek, I know your answer. You go first. Wait, what'd you say? If the Red Sox don't make the playoffs, who's, who's my your playoff, playoff team? team? Who are you rooting for? The Seattle Mariners. Joey. 
Who am I rooting for? Well, I'm going to root for the people I think will win so I can tell you guys I was right. Uh, I'm going to say the Astros. Uh, uh, I got an American League team and a National League team. This is tough. Uh, Derek already took one, so I'll I'll say the Brewers. Okay. I think I'm, I'm reckoning with this, and uh, it's been an emotional, you know, couple days for me. It's a lot harder for me to say this than Joey. I think I'm going to go Houston. You're going to root for Houston? I think I'm ready to put this behind us. I'm going to write about this. By the time you're listening to this, I'll have something out. Boy who loved Joe Kelly. I'm not rooting uh, for them for the next two months, but when they hit the playoffs, I'm rooting for them to beat the Yankees, which will happen. That's the take. And then they'll smear whoever they smear in the playoffs and then the World Series. And I'll be happy that Trey Mancini and Christian Vasquez won a World Series. Don't don't you realize that's why Vasquez was crying? Not because he had to leave the Red Sox. He knows it's a business. He's like, no, you 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 made me one of those fucks. No, listen, no, listen. No, I said it's terrible. been you know it's been it's I've, I've had to look deep inside myself. Okay, Joey did no self reflection. He didn't give a shit. He's, he's can, jumping can, on the Astros team, okay? Can, can, I had to grow I, a lot as a person over the past couple of days to say this, okay? Oh. Uh, can I plead for the Diamondbacks to be good so I can have a National League team I, I, that I actually not. like to root for no, in the playoffs? Cannot. Like I said, by the time you're listening to this, I will have a column out. The boy who loved Joe Kelly, you can find me wherever you wherever you find things. I'm going to have something written about how what? Astros, that's what I'm rooting for. Is How anyone bring peace to baseball by Pat? Exactly. Is anyone is anyone here besides me going to read that column? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I'll read it. It's it's a signed reading. I'll read it on this I'll, Zoom. Absolutely not. <laughs> I I just I just open it and scroll through it and leave it open for like ten minutes. <laughs> Pat, listen, listen. I'll, t- I'll I'll make a bet with you. Okay. After you write the column, give it a day or whatever, and you can quiz me on it randomly. And if I get it wrong, I will I I will write a column. I, I, <laughs> please don't i don't want to read that it's i don't know if i want to read a joey column uh all about uh reese mcguire all right we're gonna call it there reese mcjoey's first column <laughs> we're gonna call it there how, how to um, pump up the team with reese mcguire <laughs> okay 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 uh so that's it he's got a nice episode. hitting stroke no. it's how the- to jack up the team by reese mcguire <laughs> <laughs> stop, stop we're better than this we are better than this it's, and i'm not you know, gonna hit very out, well so it's now. really nice yeah. All right, so wrap it up here. This Red Sox episode, ridiculous and also a little somber. We've got a Yankees episode coming out in the next couple days. That is optimism, optimism, optimism. The Yankees guys are feeling good, and that's going to be a good episode. So be on the lookout for that one coming out in the next couple days. Otherwise, you can, like I said, you can find us anywhere you find things, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, We'd love for you to shoot us a DM on Twitter. Um, leave us a nice review on the podcast. Email us, bleacherbrawls at gmail.com. Any place that you want to send your thoughts on the Red Sox, what are your goals? We want to hear them. Send them our way. Um, we might even read them on the show. So we're going to wrap it up there. Uh, my name is Patrick for Luke, for Joey, and Derek. And we Derek are part of the Bleacher Brawls crew, and we'll see you guys next time. Tommy Pam for MVP.